At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's time for Rush Hour with Danny Burke, presented by Bed Rivers. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Rush Hour, presented by Bed Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, as always, your host, live out of the Bed Rivers Sportsbook here in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino, all on VEASAN, the sports betting network. We thank you for joining us this Thursday evening, a packed one at that. VEASAN's betting reporter, Josh Applebaum, he'll have all the market movements and a couple prop bets for tonight's NBA action. Suns and Clippers, Game 3, can the Suns take a commanding 3-0 lead? We'll talk about the line movements in that game with Mr. Applebaum. Plus, he's got some thoughts on the NHL postseason action with BGK in Montreal. The Golden Knights looking to avoid elimination in this game tonight. And we got to play with baseball with him. Cubs and Dodgers, a big one out in the West Coast for the Cubbies. So we'll discuss all of that with Josh. Plus, I got a prop. A couple of props, actually, in tonight's game and just some overall bets. Had a nice 2-0 effort last night, 3-1 the night before, so looking to keep it rolling this week. Also a play in the NHL action, which we'll get to in a few moments. And then we'll kind of just get more into tonight's game and tomorrow with the NBA. Brian Gautzlier, Sirius XM NBA Radio, will be hopping on toward the end of the show. We'll get his analysis, insight, and plenty more surrounding the NBA. And speaking of which, how about them Atlanta Hawks, baby? we got to get props where props are due. Aaron Bruski said it was his bet of the year, taking the points with the Hawks plus eight. We followed him on that one, got the nice dub. And not only did he say that, 
He wanted to take the Hawks outright. They got the job done and also set on the series price. Now, we still got plenty to go. We understand that. But, you know, the Hawks getting the job done 116-113. to 113. Trey Young having a phenomenal game. 48 points, 11 assists, 7 rebounds for Trey Young. Just being an absolute beast. Continuing to do it throughout this postseason. Now, uh, looking at this updated series price, again, what you could have got the Hawks at about plus 350 is as high as they were. Now they're down to plus 170. Milwaukee, minus 210 to still win this series. And kind of just even looking further, I mean, you know, just throwing it out there. And, and, and we understand that there's still plenty more to go. The Hawks, plus 650 to win the championship. I believe they're as high as 12 to 1 yesterday. Trey Young, 7 to 1 to win finals MVP. I know we're getting ahead of ourselves. I understand that. But, you know, you saw what happened with Atlanta against Milwaukee yesterday. And that's pretty much my thought process was. Do you take the eight points because we're all still in denial relatively that this Hawks team is good? Because, again, it's going to be the same thing. Look, Milwaukee's offense just really isn't necessarily that solid. They're kind of here because of happenstance with the injuries that you saw with Brooklyn. Atlanta has earned their way here, right? I mean, it was a tough series against the Knicks. They got the job done in five. And then, obviously, against the six or seven-game series, it wasn't easy. It kept going back and forth. But on the road, they clinch it in game seven, come back from a, what, a 28-point deficit in game five. Atlanta is the real deal right now. As much as we don't want to admit it, they're here to compete. And they're a solid squad. And they have the better offensive capability than Milwaukee, in my opinion. And enough to overcome that defense that has been better for Milwaukee this postseason. Now, again, I know it was a close game in game two. Anything can happen in this spot. I think it's seven and a half currently is where we're seeing this line. But look, I mean, if they're giving you seven and a half once again, what did Milwaukee do to warrant you to want to lay seven and a half in this spot? I'm not saying Milwaukee's not capable of doing it or can't even win the game outright here. But, you know, if they're still giving us points here with Atlanta, I think you have to go in that direction to take it. We'll see where the line moves. It hasn't really gone one way or the other per se. But Atlanta catching these points seems intriguing this early on. Now, it could be a scenario like we saw with Philadelphia when they went back and forth and when they lost, they just got absolutely demolished. But this Milwaukee team is different than Philadelphia, not deep enough offensively. So again, Atlanta looking good catching the 7.5, but is now the time to bet them potentially if you're looking for a team with some value to win the championship? Look, you can do it. I, I wouldn't personally. Again, I'm all over the Suns. We talked about this with betting some of the MVP candidates in Devin Booker and Chris Paul. I think the plan here for me personally would be to wait for Atlanta. If you think the Bucks bounce back in game two and get the job done, wait for the series price to adjust from plus 170. Maybe it goes a little bit higher, especially if the Bucks can dominate and cover a seven and a half point spread. So if that's going to be the case, you'd probably assume you're going to get a little bit better value on Atlanta instead of plus 170, maybe get north of that two to one range. And then, heck yeah, maybe I jump in on the Atlanta Hawks in at that point. But right now, you know, it could be a little bit of an overreaction, and that's not to say to bet Milwaukee laying the minus 210. I'm still not sold on this Bucks team, but maybe just do the wait-and-see approach with this Hawks squad as of now. If you're curious, plus 650 to win the championship. Still think you should hold off a little bit. Let's see what happens in Game 2 between the Hawks and the Bucks. Once again, the show is Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome into the program. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook here in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino. You can follow me along on Twitter at Danny Burke 5 and Beeson at Beeson Live on the tweets. Josh Applebaum, Beeson's betting reporter, he'll be hopping on in about five minutes. 
not only do we have the NBA action, which we were just discussing, or at least previewing a little bit further down the line uh, with the Hawks and the Bucks, but of course we got the Suns and the Clippers tonight and some postseason hockey action. One will for sure be sweating out here on the program with our 9-1 to VGK to win it all ticket. And I kind of want to get into this game a little bit before we bring on Josh, because I do have a play I want to go over briefly. Now, this one opened up VGK minus 140, Montreal plus 120. The total was at five, really hasn't moved too much with the total. Still at five, it is shaded to the over minus 130. The under is plus 110. Money line wise, now you're seeing VGK minus 132. Montreal plus 114, so a little bit of love as of late going toward the Canadians. And look, I kind of said this yesterday, and I have the same sentiment. If you want to bet VGK, in my opinion, instead of laying a price for them to win tonight, maybe just bet them to win the series at about plus 155 instead. Because if they win this game, I'm liking their chances to close it out at home with the momentum going in their direction, and you're getting plus money to do so, and obviously that's not going to be the case in Game 7 if they win tonight. So if you're looking to bet VGK, that's probably the route I would recommend. However, for this specific game tonight, I know we don't really dabble with totals too much, but looking at the best bets log, uh, vcin.com slash subscribe to get a hold of that with all the show hosts, guests, plays that they put in there. Matt Humans had an intriguing play that stuck out to me. Under five and a half goals in this game. Now, you're laying a little bit more. I know he got about minus 150 at Bet Rivers. If you go up to five and a half, you can get minus 159. And I actually played that under five and a half and minus 159. It stayed under this total in all five games so far this series. Now, with that even being considered, remember that this is an elimination game for VGK. And typically when it's elimination games, you know, it's a more tightly played game. You know, you're not as loose and defense kind of overshows the offense. And it's just scoring is seldom in those spots. So I like that, first of all. And then now you're getting Leonard back in the net, right? And it's not the diss. Marc-Andre Fleury loved the guy, but he's just struggled this series. And Leonard had a solid performance when they got the 2-1 dub in overtime the other night. So that was game four. If Leonard can do that once again, even like it a little bit more so. And Carey Price obviously has been solid. 93% save percentage, 2.2 goals against average, 3-2 and two in this series. And each of the two games that the Canadians have had, when it's been an elimination game, potentially, it has stayed under this total of five and a half as well. So I know you're laying a little bit of juice here, minus 159, but we haven't seen a lot of scoring in this series thus far. Let's hope it remains the same. Played under five and a half for VGK in Montreal tonight at about minus 159. Again, currently the total's at five, and it is shaded to the over minus 130, unders plus 110. But instead of potentially suffering with the push, I'm willing to lay a little bit more minus 159 to get the under five and the hook tonight on the ice with VGK in Montreal. Of course, we'll talk more about this game with Josh Applebaum. Uh, again, does a great job with the Market Insights podcast. Not only will we get further into this game, uh, we'll get into basketball and the premier game tonight with baseball with the Cubs and the Dodgers. And Josh and I love talking hockey all the time because really it's not necessarily that it's an untapped sport, but it's one where you can really dissect these market movements and get a good feel for where some of the sharper money is going and how you can take advantage of this sport more so than others like the NBA, for example, where everybody's going to be betting it. So let's go ahead and bring in Josh, talk a little bit more about this game. Josh, my man, we always appreciate you hopping on. I was kind of just giving my play for this game, looking for the under, bought it up to five and a half, laid a little bit of a price. But I know you're a man that kind of likes to look at the money line a little bit more. So VGK currently minus 132. Montreal, who's been getting the job done, they're plus 114 as the dog still. The total at five, shaded to the over. What are we seeing with the movements for this spot tonight, my friend? 
Yeah, Danny. So first off, great to be with you on Rush Hour once again. A couple things going on. I think you're right. You know, talking about the total first, that's what really jumped out to me. And again, one thing that we see a lot in the NHL playoffs is the total that, you know, starts at five, five and a half, five and a half, five. It's this back and forth sort of thing. So depending on what side you like, it's really important to either get the hook or not. And Danny, I'm with you on the under here. You know, if you can find an under five and a half, to me, that's the play tonight. Number one, you know, for any new betters out there, sometimes if you, if you just see a book with a five, you know, check your alternative lines, your alternate lines. They may be available there for you. But I like that play that Maddie Eumann's made. I'm also on the under five and a half, Danny. When the total is five and a half uh, in the playoffs this postseason, the under is 31 and 21. That's 60%. You mentioned all these games. If you've been getting the hook with the five and a half, you've been cashing. Totals of five, 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 three, and five. Uh, so the hook has been crucial here. You got to pay that juice, you know, around minus 150. But to me, that's the play. In game six and game seven, historically, you do see these tighter, lower scoring games. As you had mentioned, Danny, you don't want to make a big mistake. You play a bit more conservative. So unders in late, late in the series, which cashed last night under five and a half with the Isles in Tampa Bay. Same sort of thing. Also, Montreal and VGK have been two good under teams this playoffs. Nine, three, and four to the under for, for Montreal. VGK, nine, six, and three to the under. And Danny, you know, tonight, Montreal is taking in a bit of money here. We always know that Vegas tax is always applied. Vegas is a popular play, especially out there uh, in Vegas. Typically, you got to pay these little bit juiced up or inflated numbers. But a lot of these books did open around minus 145 for Vegas. Vegas is down a lot of these shops, you know, around minus 135. So you've seen about 10 cents of movement toward Montreal. Tells me a little bit of money coming in Montreal. And Danny, I'm with you. I think you made a great point. If you like Vegas, I wouldn't bet them tonight and lay that minus 135. If you're betting Vegas, I'm going on Vegas to win the series. Because right now with the series price, you can get them one plus 155. Right now, Montreal minus 190. So Vegas wins tonight. Then they're a home favorite in game seven. They're probably going to be minus 180, minus 200. If you're, if you're bullish on Vegas, you think they can pull off this comeback, you're better off going series price. But tonight, Danny, movement toward the Habs and a little bit of liability. And I think value here on that under five and a half, you can find the hook. Love it. Yeah, you and I will be riding that under five and a half. Again, you're laying upwards to minus 159. But as I always say, if you have enough conviction on a play, the trends have been well in this series thus far. And in that elimination game aspect, Josh, we're both on the same side there. Uh, there. So hopefully a little bit lower scoring game tonight between Montreal and VGK. And as we both talked about, if you think VGK wins, instead of laying that price, look for them to win the series plus 155 are the odds you could get at Bet Rivers for some better value with the Golden Knights. Uh, let's move on to the basketball action then tonight, Josh. Seems like this game really didn't alter one way or the other with the spread. However, as of late, it seems like it's going up toward Phoenix. They were minus one, slowly going up to minus one and a half. At Bet Rivers, now they're minus 120 on the money line. The Clippers is the home dog catching even money. Total at about 221 and a half. Over looks to be getting some love here. Uh, what have you seen these past couple of days up until now? Yeah, Danny, I think you laid it out perfectly. So first off, series price. Right now, uh, Phoenix is a minus 800 favorite. That's an 89% implied probability. Huge number there. That just kind of speaks to, um, you know, what, what a commanding 2-0 lead they have right now. Look, if you think the Clippers can come back, they're plus 550 around the market. Remember, you know, the Suns uh, won and covered, and this has been a, a recurring theme in that opening, opening round game. You know, they won 120 to 114, covered the four. Uh, we saw that heartbreaking loss, Danny, for anyone who had a money line. Pour one out for anyone on the money line with the Clippers last game because that alley-oop with DeAndre Ayton, even though the Clippers covered the four and a half, uh, that gave the Suns that commanding lead. And the Suns have been great in the playoffs, covering numbers and as a favorite. They're 9-3 and three against the spread in the postseason. They're 6-1 and one ATS as a favorite. And what I saw here, Danny, this is all about Chris Paul. Kawhi Leonard is still out. 
Chris Paul got upgraded to probable. Remember, he missed the last two games with COVID uh, protocols here, but he is good to go. And what we've seen, Danny, is a little movement toward the Suns. You know, this game opened at pretty much a consensus pick em. You had one couple books here and there, you know, minus one Clippers, somewhere minus one Suns, but it was overall pretty much a pick em type game. But what we have seen is really automatically with that movement uh, and with Chris Paul being upgraded, a lot of these books hopped the fence, went to Suns minus one. Now, I was asking myself, okay, that makes total sense. Chris Paul's in. You got to give a little credit there to the Suns here. And I was saying, what will the next move be? Now, we're closing in on, you know, only an hour and 45 minutes till this game tips. I was wondering to see if there'd be any buyback on the Clippers. The Clippers do have some good contrarian value here, Danny. You have about two-thirds of bets on the Suns. But really what I'm seeing now is these books going to minus one and a half. So that tells me that we haven't seen that buyback on the Clippers. It looks continued movement toward the Suns here. So I'd be looking at Suns on possibly a money line play, Danny. What I like to do is if you like that favorite, anything, you know, two and a half, two or less, I go money line. You'd hate to lay a one and a half, see the Suns win by one. Maybe they're down. Maybe they get another alley-oop, you know, buzzer beater type play right there. Uh, and you have seen this spot here with the Suns. Favorites of minus five or less in the playoffs, short favorites. 29 and 18 ATS, 62%. You've also seen road favorites do very well this playoffs. 13 and 7 ATS, 65%. Favorites with a line move, at least a half point of movement in their favor. 23, uh, 25 and, and 13 ATS, you're looking at uh, almost 60% there. So uh, I'm looking at the Suns here, Danny. Uh, obviously, the Clippers have contrarian value, but all movement has been toward Phoenix. And you are right with the total. You know, it opened 218 and a half, a lot of over money. And you did see with Chris Paul an adjustment all the way to like 222. We're starting to see a little buyback now. Some of these shops are coming back down 221 and a half, 221. And you have seen historically in the playoffs these inflated lines. You know, if you're taking the over now, you're getting the worst of it, Danny. You could be looking at a buy low under opportunity. When the total's 220 or more in the conference finals the last decade, the under's been 10 and 2. So, uh, again, movement toward the Suns, and this total has risen a lot. You're starting to see some buyback on this under at this point. Okay, good notes. Yeah, 10 and 2. Wow, that's an incredible stat. And, you know, you make a good point here. I mean, Chris Paul, we figured he was going to go, but when it was officially announced, there was an immediate movement, but now it's going up minus one and a half and you would think that it would set up for the contrarian play as you alluded to but seems to be on the same side with both the pros and the joes now the sun's up to minus one and a half still plenty of time so we'll see if that goes back down in any sense but josh did you have some prop action on this game as well i know we always do we got some to look forward to but anything in the prop realm that stood out to you for tonight yeah two props jumped out to me danny and i bet we're on one of the at least one of them together i'm pretty sure because i've been seeing you on twitter uh, me and you've been overlapping <laughs> which has been great the first one that jumped out to me, Danny, DeAndre Ayton, over points. Over 15.5 points at DraftKings, minus 113 juice. Nothing, Not too bad, kind of a standard juice number there. But I like about this one, Danny, two things. Number one, so far in this series, I think uh, Ayton's had a big advantage against uh, what the Clippers have been putting up against him defensively. Whether it's a big guy, Zubats, you know, he can really overpower, uh, or kind of a shorter guy, he can shoot around. He scored 20 and 24 points so far this series. And really, you know, a guy playing with a lot of confidence right now, coming off that game-winning alley-oop, you're getting Chris Paul back, who can set him up for some alley-oops just in general. So I like the way Aiton's playing. I like his confidence. I think if he can score you 16 or more, that's a worthwhile prop tonight. And then, Danny, I'm pretty sure we're on the next one, and I think our buddy Tim Murray is too. Uh, Reggie Jackson, over three-pointers. You're paying a big price. It is pretty, uh, pretty high right now. I, I saw some books like minus 180 but over two and a half three-pointers for Reggie Jackson. If you look at the way he's been shooting this playoffs, he's been one of the best three-point shooters. He's gone over two and a half threes in four straight games, and also 13 of his 15 playoff games, Danny, have gone over that two and a half. So I'll take a shot. I know it's a high price here, 
But give me three, uh, three threes or more for Reggie Jackson. Could be some value there as well. Yeah, we rode both of those guys with their props. Reggie Jackson over 18.5 and, and over 2.5 three-point field goals made last game. And you're right, he's only missed it two times this postseason. It's where over half of his shots are coming from this playoffs. And, you know, the Suns are really good defensively, but where they've lacked a little bit in this postseason has been from defending beyond the arc. So, Reggie Jackson, you're paying a high price, but if you still get that 2.5, certainly the viable option to go over. And then we do have a little bit of a look with DeAndre Ayton, so I won't spoil it just yet, but we are on a similar page here. Josh, always love to see that with the NBA tonight with the Suns and the Clippers. And, you know, we got a couple minutes left. I know we got some interest here in the Midwest with the Cubs game tonight, as do you out on the East Coast. Uh, which side are you looking here, though? I mean, the game's out in the West Coast with the Dodgers and Cubs. And look, you know, the Cubs are on a little bit of a lull here, and it's not going to get any easier against this L.A. team that just got swept by the Padres. The Dodgers up to about a minus 250 favor. Tough to lay, but you can always go with the run line. How do you handicap this game out in California? Yeah, so Danny, this is one of the biggest steam moves of the day toward the L.A. Dodgers. And you're right, you know, typically laying these big numbers, if you do it a lot of, you know, more often than usual, uh, you know, the juice may not be worth the squeeze just because you're going to have to win at such a high rate in order to make that big minus 250 worthwhile. So I do like to take a lot of dogs in this spot. But I will say to you, Danny, I have a lot of system matches on the Dodgers tonight. Number one, they're really getting hammered across the market. They open around minus 200. They've been bet up all the way to minus 240. And I like to see buyback. You know, if I'm going to bet a dog, uh, an, you know, an inflated dog here with the Cubs, it would be great to cash a plus 220 here. And the Cubs may very well win. But a lot of times when I see continued steam with no buyback, that tells me that even, this, even though this line is going up, Pros may still see some value here. So uh, the Dodgers would match quite a few systems that I like, Danny. If you look at home favorites, minus 200 or more this year, they're 63 and 20, 76%. If you look at steam, 10 cents or more in a non-division home team, they're 135 and 74, 65%. So the fact that you have uh, also kind of a low total, you know, this did tick up a little bit, seven and a half. Some shops got are now up to eight and a half across the board, but the Cubs struggle a bit on the road, 15 and 20. Dodgers, really good home team, 23 and 12. Also, the Dodgers as a favorite, 44 and 27, Cubs only 14 and 18 as a dog. So I know this is a big number, Danny. You could look toward the run line. You know, if you have conviction here on an inflated line with the Cubs, I really don't blame you here getting that payout. But I got a lot of matches here on the Dodgers, and they just keep getting steamed and steamed. And you're not getting the best number right now. Uh, but still, it's, it's pretty clear here that a lot of wise guy money is on the Dodgers here to come back and really rebound at home after that sweep to the Padres on the road. Yeah, not only that, I mean, he got a big pitching advantage toward the Dodgers with Bueller against Davies, who just gave up eight earned runs against the Marlins in his last outing and really has been struggling for a majority of his tenure with the Cubs thus far. He's had some bright spots, but not going to get any easier tonight on the West Coast against the Dodgers. Josh, we are up against it, my man. Always appreciate you taking some time and giving us that market report. Keep up the great work, and hopefully we cash some bets tonight, my friend. I appreciate it, Danny. Good luck tonight. At Josh underscore insights, where you could follow him along on Twitter. Again, the Market Insights podcast. Check it out Monday through Friday in the AM. Josh releases that. Not only does he cover the NBA and baseball, but also hockey and a bunch of other sports as well. Telling you where all those market movements are going with spreads, money lines, totals, all that good stuff. And as we kind of touched about a little bit, some props as well. And we'll get to that later in the show. You know, we always got prop shelf to look forward to and plenty to get to for the game tonight between the Clippers and the Suns. But before we do that, let's kind of touch on baseball a little bit. We'll revisit that Dodgers and Cubs game. Take a look at a prop in that spot, see if it could be viable. And the other game tonight, a little bit of baseball action. Then we'll return to the NBA. Stick around. Plenty more coming here tonight on Rush Hour, all on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Get the most out of all odds with Bed Rivers. You get daily hometown discounts on boosts on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports along with those instant payouts and only one-time playthrough. Offer valid in Illinois only. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program. Daily hometown discounts. Check them all out. BetRivers.com. Back at it here on Rush Hour. Thank you for joining us. Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bed Rivers Sportsbook up in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino. Big shout-out to Beeson's betting reporter Josh Applebaum getting things started off here on a Thursday evening, talking some hockey, baseball, and basketball. 
We left off with the Cubs and the Dodgers. We'll get to that game in just a second, but let's go back to the Diamond and talk about another game revolving around some NL Central squads. How about the Cardinals and the Pirates going off tonight? A little less than an hour. St. Louis currently minus 162 on the money line. Pittsburgh is the road dog catching plus 140. Total at nine, slightly shaded to the over, minus 112. The under minus 107. This one opened with St. Louis Lane minus 145. So the steam has gone toward the cards on the money line. Total opened eight and a half, and that's ticked up to nine, as we mentioned, and rightfully so. Look, you got Carlos Martinez taking the mound for the Cardinals. If you're not familiar with Carlos Martinez, well, let me tell you a little bit about him. He's three and eight with a 6.62 ERA and a 5.05 XFIP, which is more of a true indicator of what the ERA should be. A whip of 1.37, which isn't awful, but again, his XFIP at 5.05 is pretty brutal. Now, it gets even worse with who Pittsburgh's thrown out there, Chad Cool, who's wanted for 5.66 ERA with a 5.78 XFIP. Big red flag if your XFIP is bigger and higher than your ERA, which we see with Cool, and he's got a higher whip of 1.49. So again, Probably makes sense why the Cardinals are getting some love on the money line. However, you know, the Cardinals have been struggling as of late. I mean, they've lost their last three in a row, and they just lost two at Detroit. It's pretty embarrassing if you're losing back-to-back against the Tigers. Pirates just lost yesterday 4-3 to against the White Sox, a little bit more respectable of a loss. But again, you got to think the Cardinals pick it up at some point. I mean, this always kind of happens with St. Louis, right? I mean, you know, we can have all the hype around the Cubs that we want and and, and hope for, and the Brewers are going to slowly keep themselves in there as well. But St. Louis will find themselves at the top, or neck and neck at least, toward the end of this season. It's inevitable, right? You know, as Cubs fans here in the Chicagoland area, this always seems to be the case and come to fruition. Now, what's going to happen with this game? I do think St. Louis pulls it off, but the fact that now it's up to minus 162, Probably not going to want to touch that. And also, I get it. Cool is really bad, but Martinez is so hard to trust even more so. So, look, this total at nine makes sense. You just got to hope that the Cardinals and the Pirates can actually produce some offense, which seldom happens between these two teams. But understand the movement toward the Cardinals in the over. Both would be the direction I would look for in this matchup. Now let's kind of revisit the more interesting game with the Dodgers and the Cubs tonight. We touched on this with Josh, and as he mentioned, big movement toward the Dodgers, and honestly, rightfully so. I mean, to get Zach Davies against Walker Bueller, Bueller's been a stud this season. He's 7-0, 2.38 ERA with a 3.66 XBIP, 0.90 whip for Bueller, and Davies on the other side, well, uh, not quite as good to say the least. He's 4-4 four four with a 4.66 ERA. 5.30 XBIP. Ugly, ugly, ugly. 1.49 whip. And Davies' last outing, I mean, he hasn't faced the Dodgers this season, but his last outing against the Marlins went six innings pitched, seven hits, eight earned runs against the Marlins. Now, Bueller has gone up against Chicago. This was back on May 5th in Wrigley. Uh, six innings pitched, five hits, two earned runs, eight Ks, so not too shabby for the righty. Cubs did have an off day yesterday, and the Dodgers are coming off getting swept by the Padres. Not a great series, but look, you know, you got to think this is a bounce-back spot for the Dodgers. Again, it's not that you want to lay the minus 250. You could lay the run and a half. You're still laying a price, minus 114. That's the only direction I would go would be run line with Los Angeles. Not going to bet it, though, because you're not getting much value. Total, if you're interested, open 7.5, up to 8.5. Still shaded to the over, minus 115. That could be a decent play. My only fear would be if the Cubs can get enough runs off of Bueller. Now, if the Dodgers can attack Davies early on, then you're getting into the number one bullpen 
in the major league in major league baseball that Chicago presents. But you know, it's going to be a little bit different story than the late bullpen as opposed to them being down. So maybe look at the Dodgers team total over, or you could go for a prop. Bueller over seven and a half strikeouts. It is shaded to the over minus one sixty-seven. Remember, he threw eight in the first matchup against the Cubs. The Cubs are averaging about nine and a half strikeouts per game. Bottom half of the league is where that's ranking. So uh, a prop could be interesting in that game tonight with the Dodgers and the Cubs. But how about some more props in the NBA with the Suns and the Clippers? We got a few bets for you, not only with that, but just an overall game bet. So stick around. Plenty of action on the hardwood tonight. We'll let you know what that is next right here on Rush Hour. on vsim.com every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds along with percentage of bets and money that are being placed on each game check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge and of course we have all the odds data and analysis for every game as well so go ahead start your next sports bet at vsin.com Back at it here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The show is Rush Hour. Thank you for joining us here tonight. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet River Sportsbook at Danny Burke 5. You can follow me along with the tweets as well as VSIN at VSIN Live. Still to come, we got some more NBA action, which we'll get into briefly, but Brian Goutzlier will be joining us, Sirius XM NBA Radio. We'll see if he's got a play on tonight's game or for game two between the Hawks and the Bucks. Let's go ahead and focus more so on tonight's action and kind of see how this line has moved. Now, we know it opened at 1. There hasn't been big movement, but where it's happened has been as, as of late, and it's gone toward the Suns. So Phoenix was minus 1. Now they're up to minus 1.5. Money line, they're minus 120. The Clippers are even money as the home dog. The total is where you've seen the most movement. At about 218.5 is where it opened now up to 221 and a half, but Josh Applebaum, Visa's betting reporter, joined us to start things off. Said it got up to even 222, so a little kickback on the under now, 221 and a half. But I'm probably not going to be touching anything with the total. However, I did make a money line bet with the Suns. Minus 112 is the number I snagged earlier today, and Josh, I know he's riding the Suns as well. Again, they're up to minus 120, win a spread, and I'm on the same page as Josh. If it's up to like minus one and a half to minus two and a half, or just anywhere from, you know, a pick to minus two and a half. I'm willing to lay a little bit more with the money line, so I'm not messing with the spread and, you know, how all those wonky things happen at the end of NBA games. So I would still lay the minus 120. So look, I mean, you know, what's different in this game? It's Chris Paul being added back into the mix, right? And it's not that Los Angeles has a huge home court advantage. And to me, if Los Angeles was going to win a game that could really alter this series, of course, it would have been the pass game. But you know, not only did they lose, but they lost in impressive fashion. Paul George, what rarely happens, missing free throws. And he missed two important ones. And then you lose on an inbounds alley-oop. I mean, it was incredible. So, again, you know, you look at this momentum going toward Phoenix, and now they arguably get one of their best players back in Chris Paul. Top two, obviously, it's either him or Booker. But the most important probably is Chris Paul. And this is a guy who this postseason 
Minus nine points per possession defensively is what he's bringing to the table, which will help you would think limit a guy like Reggie Jackson, who's been going off thus far in this series. Now, again, the Suns' defense has been a lot better this postseason in general, 107.6 points per 100 possessions compared to 111.5 in the regular season. The Clippers' defense has gotten worse, 118 compared to 112. So, again, the Suns, you would think, are only getting better because of the addition of Chris Paul. You're seeing late movement there. Look for Phoenix to go up 3-0 in this series. Again, I played minus 112 on the money line, would still lay to minus 120 currently is what it's at at Bet Rivers. So we're rooting for the Suns tonight for another victory against the Clippers. So that's what we got in terms of the money line. Let's look at some of these props, though, and we touched on this player a little bit earlier and got a nice dub with him last game. What about our boy DeAndre Ayton? Points, rebounds, and assists. Took it over 26.5 last game, and hey, guess what? He went over it. They put it at the same number. So we're going to run it back. Points, rebounds, and assists, 26.5 for the big man. It is shaded to the over, minus 139, the under, plus 110. Now, in every single game that he's gone up against the Clippers, he's really had success in this category. He's gone over 26.5 points, rebounds, and assists in four out of five games this whole year against Los Angeles, along with eight out of 12 games this entire postseason. He's averaging over 16 points per game, just under 11 rebounds per game, and under an assist per game this whole playoff. Now, again, you know you know where he takes his shots at the rim. 71% of them are coming from that area, and he's making 82% of them. Now, the Clippers are allowing opponents to get just 26.5% of their shots at the rim this postseason. That's compared to 31.5% during the regular season. However, they're allowing them to make more in the postseason than in the regular season, over 65%. And even just throwing that aside, look, DeAndre Ayton has been a stud this postseason, and especially against the Clippers, has been a huge part in why they've had success early on. Now, you could argue, I guess, that maybe Chris Paul being back takes some opportunities away, but really, with the pick-and-roll action going, it could potentially open it up even more so for Ayton. So look for him to go over 26.5 points, rebounds, and assists tonight against the Clippers. Be riding that until it's adjusted or he just, you know, goes under it completely. But again, Aiton's been a solid player in the series. Still take advantage of that number being 26.5. Lay the minus 139, but looking to go over in that category with DeAndre Aiton. Now let's flip the script a little bit, talk about the Clippers. Let's talk about Paul George himself. You know, he had a tough game last time in the sense of him missing those important free throws, but he's still racking up the points in this series, uh, averaging 30 points per game in two spots thus far. 31.4 points per game in five games against the Suns this whole year. 27 points per contest this whole postseason. His points prop tonight, we see it listed at 30 and a half. Over under was minus 113 each way earlier. Think the over is getting a little bit of love as of late. Now he's only gone over this in four out of five games this postseason. One out of two games this series, but three out of five against the Suns this whole year. The big thing about this is coming back from that game, I mean, what response are you going to get from Paul George? You know he's played better with Kawhi out of the mix because he's been able to be a little bit more free, right? He doesn't have to be concerned about dishing it to another superstar on the team. He's kind of played like the old Paul George we were accustomed to on the Pacers where he has to be the number one guy taking a lot more shots, and he plays better that way. Now, again, the thing that was kind of an anomaly, he went 1 of 8 from beyond the arc last game. 7 of 15 is what he did prior. And not only that, he went 5 of 10 from the charity stripe. We talk about those two missed free throws, but he's only missed more than one free throw in a game this postseason just one other time. So if he's going to be making you know, some good bread tonight with his points, going to the free throw line, relying on him to make from the charity stripe is probably something you can rely on instead of him missing again 
and obviously one of eight from beyond the arc. If the Clippers have any chance of winning this game, that's where they thrive, and a guy like Paul George has to do that. So at 30 and a half, I think going over is the right move to go with Paul George. Now, if you're a little bit skeptical and you maybe want to hedge out if you do play the over, if he's looking like he's staying under that mark, look to maybe in-game the Suns, because if he's not going over that 30-point mark, the Clippers have no shot in my mind. Now, Paul George is pretty spread out evenly when it comes to his shots. A majority are coming from beyond the arc. And the Suns, again, while they're really good defensively, they're allowing opponents to get about 39% of their shots from three. That's compared to 34% during the regular season. And opponents are making 34% this postseason. So they have defended it fairly well, but the opportunities are coming in a plenty. And you know that's where a majority of the Clippers' shot attempts are coming from. So look for Paul George to bounce back. Over 30 and a half points is what we're riding with PG. Not only that, we're going with another player prop, DeAndre Ayton. Over 26 and a half points, rebounds, and assists at minus 139. And then we're going with the outright winner, the Phoenix Suns, to take a 3-0 lead in this series. Minus 112 is the price I paid. It's now minus 120 at Bet Rivers. Would still go at that spot for Phoenix tonight in Los Angeles. As always, best of luck if you tail with any of our wagers. More NBA conversation coming next. Stick around here on Rush Hour. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. the most odds with bet rivers daily hometown discounts on all those boosts on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook and to make your experience even more rewarding bet rivers offers the most live streams of those major sports along with the instant payouts and only just a one-time playthrough offer valid in illinois only must be 21 or older gambling prompt call 1-800-GAMBLER not valid for any participant of the illinois gaming board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program to get a hold of the daily hometown discounts again check it out BetRivers.com. All righty, wrapping up another edition of Rush Hour right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook up in Des Plaines, Illinois. Thank you for joining us. It's time to continue our conversation with the big game of the night with the Suns and the Clippers. So let's get into that a little bit more so with our friend Brian Geltzlier. Does a great job, Series XM NBA Radio. You can follow him along on Twitter at HoopsCritic. And Brian, we appreciate you taking some time tonight. Very exciting game to look forward to. The Suns, they open as about a one-point favorite. Late steam, just minimal, but enough to push them up to minus one and a half just now. They're also minus 120 on the money line. The Clippers catching even money. Total has gotten love to the over, up to 221 and a half. What can we expect from this Phoenix team now that Chris Paul is back in the mix? Well, I think a lot of the same. I mean, listen, it, you look at what happened in game two and the game that campaign had. Frankly, could the Suns have gotten any more production out of the point guard position? So as much as, as Chris Paul, who has an enormous impact on this team and, and really has turned this into a winning team by putting some character into this squad and teaching these young guys in a way that they maybe wouldn't have learned from anybody else. I get all that. Campaign played awesome in game two. And the Clippers, without Kawhi Leonard, by the way, only lost by a point on a confluence of things that happened at the end of the game. Some of it poor execution, some of it poor basketball IQ, two Paul George missed free throws. So I think you look at tonight and realize the Clippers coming back home have a desperation here that when we've seen them previously in the playoffs play with, they've been pretty good and they've been pretty tough. So the Clippers, even as little as a point and a half, getting a point and a half at home, to me, I think is tough to walk away from. Now, with all that said, looking at a 220, what, 221 and a half the number is, right? That, that's a yeah, significant 221 number. Yeah, 221 Okay, we went for, for what, 207 in game two? If you like the Clippers, you like the under. That's how I feel, because I think for the Clippers, slower tempo is better against this Suns team, especially getting Chris Paul back. So I, I do think that, to, to me tonight, I'm looking at Clippers and the under. Agreed. Yeah, if you think the Clippers are going to win, I think there is the correlation there looking under and now, especially that it's been steamed up from 218.5 to 221.5. You could take advantage of the better number. And you bring up the point we haven't even touched on when Chris Paul's in the game, you know, he tends to slow down the tempo. So a good point by you, Brian. And look, I mean, the Clippers certainly played their hearts out in the last game, had a great performance. And again, you know, we pointed out, I mean, Paul George rarely missing free throws and especially in that big of a spot. Now, what do you expect out of Paul George bouncing back here? We talked about his points prop tonight. 
30 and a half is what it was listed at. And he went just one of eight from beyond the arc as well. If the Clippers are going to be in this game, you got to imagine Paul George has to be in the 30-plus range. How do you think he responds from what happened in game two? I think he'll respond well because really Paul George is a unique personality and doesn't necessarily blame himself. He kind of feels like things happen and he's going to move on and, and try to play the same way. My concern with Paul George, my favorite, let me say, say this, Danny, my favorite version of Paul George was game six against Utah, Paul George, where he wasn't the dominant scorer because, and when he had two hot players around him and Terrence Mann and Reggie Jackson, to make sure those guys had the ball in their hands uh, very frequently. And that's the Paul George we need to see. What happens with Paul George, the best thing about him is the worst thing about him. He's a bad shot maker. And listen, he's a bad shot maker. That's fine. He'll hit some tough ones. But when he starts to hit a few tough ones, you know he's going to continue to take tough ones. And the law of averages works against him there. And so you, we've seen that happen in a couple of playoff games. That's my big concern with him tonight. The Clippers are going to need someone else besides George and besides Jackson to have one of those 18 to 24-point type of games. Maybe it was, you know, it was man in game six. Maybe it's Marcus Morris who did it in game five of the Utah series and had 25 points. You know, it, it, it could be anybody there, the way they work. Maybe Batum comes up with 21 points. They need that third guy. And to me, to get that third guy, PG's got to be hung up with finding who that third guy is. Ultimately, with Evis and Rondo is a pure point guard per se, but he doesn't play enough minutes to have that kind of say in what's going to happen here. So to me, Paul George making sure that other guys have the ball in their hands is going to be so important for them tonight. And again, he has that habit of trying to do it all himself and take bad shots. Hopefully tonight, for the Clippers' sake, we don't see that, that version of Paul George. All right, Brian. Now, if your analysis comes to fruition in the sense that the Clippers do get the job done tonight, how do you look to handicap game four? Do you think the momentum swings in favor of Los Angeles, or do we see a bounce back from Phoenix, and it would be best to take advantage of the Suns in game four if they were to lose tonight? You know, I, it's, it's funny because the Clippers have this bad habit, Danny, of relaxing at times off successes. Now, they didn't do it in the Utah series, and you give them credit. Last year, they did it against Dallas in the first round and, and got out with their lives. They did it against Denver in the second round and lost. This year, again, fell behind Dallas 2-0. This is the third straight series they fell behind 2-0. So I do think it depends how they win a game three and what would happen in a game four. And I think if the Clippers win a close one, in a game three, I actually like their chances better in a game four. Where I worry is the Clippers come out, they're, hit, they're a good three-point shooting team. They hit everything tonight. They just knock down shots, and they beat the Suns by 16 pulling away, and all of a sudden they're feeling themselves coming into a game four. That's when the Clippers are a danger to themselves. So I do think in looking ahead to game four, how they win tonight, and that will dictate a lot of what you see in that game four. But it's not how you would think. You would figure the blowout and push away and being able to win by double digits you know, carries them a little bit. For them, that creates complacency. That's just the way this team's always been wired since it got together two years ago. So I have concerns about that. I think a closer one's better for, for L.A. tonight. All right, Brian. Then in terms of looking ahead, let's talk about the other series out on the Eastern Conference with the Hawks and the Bucks. How about Atlanta getting the job done in Game 1 yet again? They've won each Game 1 in this postseason and now all three series. And despite them getting the outright win, they open up as a 7.5-point dog. Once again, that's where they opened up for game one, this total at about 225 and a half. I mean, if the books are giving us seven and a hook again, do you look to just hammer the Hawks once again at this spot? Or could it be maybe like against Philly where if you think the Bucks win, then when the Hawks have lost, it's kind of been volatile in the sense when they lose, they lose pretty big. 
it, it's you know it's a strange pattern because Atlanta really they ended up coming out of the Philly series two two, and in the first four games of that series they outplayed Philly two of of the eight quarters that are two of really two quarters of the whole two of the sixteen quarters essentially it was the first quarter of game one and the and the fourth quarter of game four otherwise Philly dominated them. But Atlanta didn't look that way last night. Atlanta has gotten stronger, and they have and they have built up a ton of confidence. And I also worry about this with Milwaukee. Mike Budenholzer has a history of not being flexible. And listen, last night he wanted to be able to switch a lot, to be, and, and hopefully that would be able to deal with Trey Young. So he had Brooke Lopez on the bench, which is not something he normally does. But the thing he didn't do, the thing he should have done, was trap to get trap Trey Young get the ball out of his hands. I don't know that he's going to do that in in game two. I think he should do that. I he'd be smart to do that because he's going to. Again, I would want to make sure that guys that don't beat you every night are the ones that beat you. The Collins, the Herders, the Gallinari's, the Bogdanoviches. Those are the guys I'd want to beat me. But it doesn't look like Budenholzer is going to make that shift in that direction. And that was the Budenholzer. If I felt he could shift on the fly, I'd be comfortable laying a seven and a half because the Bucks are that talented. However, if he's not going to shift on the fly and it's going to be more of the same, the Hawks are really good at taking advantage of another team's weaknesses. And if you're not going to show them different looks, then they'll, they'll eat you alive, as we saw it last night. And again, close game. But Atlanta really had no business winning that game. And Milwaukee had it for the taking and just didn't close it as properly as they could. And a big part was how they defended Trey Young. I, I would probably take the seven and a half. Yeah, you're right. And it's all about adjustments. And Budenholzer obviously getting a lot of criticism this whole postseason, especially after the last game. Now, Brian, we got about 30 seconds left. The series price still has Atlanta as plus money here, about plus 170. You're laying minus 210 with Milwaukee. You think the Bucks still get the job done in the series, or is it too hard to tell right now? It's very hard to tell right now. I mean, it's, if you look at the odds and you figure with those kinds of odds, you definitely want to bang Atlanta. With that said, you would figure game two is a must-win for Milwaukee, right, Danny? So if I figure that for Milwaukee – with Atlanta up 1-0, I'm going to get better odds waiting to bet the series till after game two, especially if it's 1-1. And at that point, with Atlanta having home court and you get it on plus 170, I'm jumping on that. Yep, exactly. That's what we were saying earlier in the show. I think that's the best route because if that's the expectation and somewhat of a must-win game, as you alluded to, you'll be getting a better price with Atlanta. So I think that's the best route to take, and I'm with you. I think the only option you're probably taking the 7.5 before you're laying it, but of course we'll see where this line moves. It's going to be a fun one to look forward to tomorrow. Brian, I know you got the game tonight to look forward to, so we appreciate you taking some time. Always my pleasure, Danny. Anytime, buddy. Reach out, please. Absolutely. Big thanks to Brian. You can follow him on Twitter at Hoops Critic and catch him hosting Sirius XM NBA Radio. Great analysis for the game tonight and tomorrow. Love catching up with Brian, talking some hoops. Again, 7.5 for that Bucks and Hawks game tomorrow. That's where it opened. Hasn't altered thus far. But for tonight, just to recap, the Suns and the Clippers open minus 1. Phoenix now up to minus 1.5 or minus 120 on the money line at Bet Rivers. Even money on the money line is the dog. Or Los Angeles total open 218 and a half. Now it's up to 221 and a half. Ryan's looking at the Clippers and the under. Personally, I'm on the other side, unfortunately, but I'm rolling with the Suns on the money line, minus 112. And also, tacking onto that, we got a couple props. DeAndre Ayton got the dub with him the other night with this exact prop. Points, rebounds, and assists 
over 26 and a half, minus 139. He's gone over in each of these two games thus far, and four out of five overall against the Clippers this year. Let's hope he continues his success against this Clippers squad. And then how about Paul George over 30 and a half points, minus 113. The Clippers are going to keep it closer, maybe win, like Brian said. In my opinion, Paul George has to have a huge game and at least get 30 plus. So I'm taking PG over 30 and a half. And then we also had some action in hockey for VGK in Montreal, under five and a half. Bought up to the total of five and a half. Late minus 159. It has stayed under that in every single game this series. Plus an elimination game, which typically stays a little bit more lower scoring. So plenty of bets going on tonight. As always, best of luck if you tail. Thank you for joining us as always. Big thanks to Brian. A big thanks to Josh Applebaum for hit, uh, hopping on tonight. Enjoy the game. We'll catch up again tomorrow for some more action in baseball and basketball here on Rush Hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.